STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Look at that sweet, sweet face right there. What's with the hat? What, what do you mean? I'm not allowed to wear a hat? Yeah, your farmer hat on, man. Okay, let's hear the story. Why you're late. Uh, we already got breakup. Good. That's that's not from me this time. That's from you. That was from you. Nope. I was watching, uh, I had to finish watching Designating Survivor with the wife. Hmm. Okay. A little bit of family time, man. You should try it. <laughs> yeah, I should. Oh boy. Let me tell you what's happening. I'm using the Yeti for the first time in a long time and it's given me, uh, the grief you were getting. It's not recognizing it as a Yeti again. It's just hmm. calling it a USB. So you admit that I wasn't imagining the stuff. Say it. <sighs> yeah, but Joe. I'm still able to use it right now. Say it. But why can't you use yours right now? I don't know. <laughs> tell me I was right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Money well spent. I think, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to throw in the towel on, on the Eddie and say it's, it's crappy, but why isn't it? Why is it giving me grief like this now? I don't think we've ever had anything but grief from that wonderful device. That's true. It it started from the beginning, wasn't it? We had to send mm -hmm. one away. Yeah, because we couldn't hook two up to the same computer because it would just recognize each one as the same thing. So we couldn't we couldn't aggregate them into uh, two separate record lines. Well, that was an Apple issue too. Well, no, that's how yeah. it should be done. And whatever, my stomach's <laughs> upset, dude. Still feel sick. Ah. Uh, all weekend, just nauseous. Still carrying on. Well, I'm not surprised. I had diarrhea again today. Oh, back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided to have, oh, all right, I'm going to have like a nice light dinner. Maybe that'll settle it instead of like, you know, being gluttonous pig. I like half of a chicken breast, a little bit of broccoli and a little bit of rice. And that was it. Oh, broccoli. Watch out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you're like my little kids. They won't, well, they won't even try it. No, well, that's, that's going to make you, uh, get explosive. The broccoli. No, it doesn't. It's good for you, man. I got to undo my pants here, man. They're pressing against my stomach. Oh, and they might just come off. Yeah. Just I'm, take them right off. I'm doing this in the saws pants. Hold on. First time ever. No pants. Oh, first time ever. How's oh. that leather feel up against those thighs? Oh, that's better, man. No pressure against the stomach. Man, you've been complaining about this stomach thing for, for a whole week, and you, you kind of got me going a little bit on the weekend. Mm. But uh, it's a strange goal in my life that I can 
say I know what your uh, bowel movements have been like for the last two weeks. It's been oh, very exciting. Man, I'm just rubbing myself. It's you know that feels nice. Mm. Oh, I feel like a balloon. Mm. <laughs> okay. Hey, calm down. Look at me. Come on. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'm I'm just rubbing my stomach. Oh, oh, your stomach. Yeah, it just feels good that way. Oh. Well, you know what uh, lions do when they eat big giant meals? They, you know, stretch out on the ground and roll around to like. Mm, yeah, well. Maybe you should be doing that. Mm, I will. As soon as I get to bed. I went to bed at 8.30 last night. It was glorious. Well, when you don't have any responsibilities to worry about, I guess you can hmm. do that, eh? Well, I did. I was started. I was watching Westworld, and then the wife decided it's time to go to sleep at eight thirty. And I was too lazy to go downstairs to watch it, so I said, "All right, I guess I'm going to bed too." Oh, yeah. So that was it. And I finished watching it tonight. So, are you up to date on it? You betcha. Am I ever the best show on TV? The best no, new show. There's a guy that's uh, joining us, just walked in the door. He probably uh, has a few words to say about this kind of thing. Mm. Hmm. Who is that guy? Saucy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, he sounds good, too. Yeah. Velvety yeah. voice. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's using the Apple uh, Apple earbuds like me. Of course. Plugged into my uh, oh. uh, blue microphone. Was it oh. the Yeti? The blue Yeti, yeah. We were just... We were just making fun of our Yetis. Oh, really? Well, yep, they're dying on us. You guys dropping them too much, or what's going on with that? <laughs> well, because of because of the shape, uh, Bill tends to use his for other things. Oh, uh, well, that's pretty big, man. Well, they have a good base to them, though. You know, he's a big mm. boy. He likes them big. <laughs> he's a size queen, or. <laughs> Now, how did this turn into you two riffing on me? That is not the way things are supposed to be. Well, it's because oh. you got that red baseball cap on. You look like <laughs> you should be in the farmer's field. Why is that Bobby? It's a farmer's hat, man. It's great. It is not a farmer's hat. I've never I mean, seen you wear a red baseball cap. I'm at work and I'm professional when you see me. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, so just, I... Uh, I told Joe that there would be a guest joining us today, but I didn't tell him who. I had no idea. I guess we should oh, sorry. We should tell the folks we have uh, the one and only It's Rocket Sauce on the show, Ryan Gorman. How's it going, sir? Thank you very much for that introduction there. Uh, it's going pretty good right now. How about yourself, guys? Well, you know, I stopped in on the Google Hangout earlier tonight, so. I saw that. Yeah, that brought me down, so. Brought my levels down. But <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul really drags everyone through the mud or something, right? Or <laughs> yeah, what happened? Did you stay away from it tonight to well, uh, prepare? Well, I just kind of just I was just popping in and out real quick to see what's going on. You know, just I didn't I didn't hop in yet, but just you know, see what the chatter was about. And I saw you were in there for a second, then I saw P one pop in. So, oh wow, well, it'll still be on for another three hours. So yeah. 
when you're done here, you can pop back in again. Yep. Why? What was uh, what was going on that I missed? Uh it was uh, Yoshi playing with cats, and uh, Paul was ordering a pizza. Hmm. Yeah, that's usually the first hour of the show. You know, <laughs> it's not until usually like you know the heavy hitters come in later on. You know. <laughs> Well, let me tell you about our guest tonight, uh, Mr. Rocket Sauce. I knew when I first uh, came upon this guy, I don't know, on, on the socials or something, I knew I would get along famously with him due to the name Rocket Sauce. It's got to be a Tenacious D reference there, right? That's what it is, yes. So there you go. Then we uh, got together and we uh, guested together on a retro Fandango about... Uh, the Rambo movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joe, this guy, I don't know if you remember this guy, rocket sauce. He defended all of those Rambo movies. Well, three is really hard to defend, but it does have its <laughs> moments. You know, <laughs> you were defending that one hard. Well, he drives a tank through a helicopter, you know, it's <laughs> wow. That was good times. Was that the Russian but, one? Or was that yep. number two? Oh, okay. No, well, there are Russians in two, so. No, I meant with the big Russian helicopter. Yeah. Did you ever see the fourth one? Probably. Wait, was that the latest one? Uh, yeah. Where yeah, I did like that. Yeah, I did like that one. That was really violent, actually. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, me and Rocket got talking after the show and all that, and we started inevitably uh, talking about uh, one of Joe's favorite people, Conan O'Brien. So... There it is. Yep. His late night with Conan mug. That's right my second one. I have another one too. Mm, yeah. Jealous Joe. You guys can have your own love off when I'm off the show. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Sauce. If you want to, you know, try to pound Conan into Joe at any time, you just let fly. It's, I mean, I got my, my cups from when I saw him live once, you know, you know, that's one of the things that was like on my bucket list in my life was, Seeing him, I didn't want to see him once at tonight, the Tonight Show when he was taking over. So I planned, I planned a trip to go see him in New York, and then because I wanted to see him on the was it the Late Show? It was the Late Show with Conan O'Brien, and then when he took over for Jay Leno, uh, I wanted to see him in L.A., but that lasted what like three months before Jay Leno mm-hmm. wanted his job back. Mm-hmm. So. Now, do you think that was a mistake that he decided to take that job over? Like he had such a you know, the added pressure and everything when he had such a cush timeline, you know, no pressure where he was previously. Well, I, I, I don't know with, with that, basically it's like, how great do the late night ratings even matter anymore? Cause there's so much television and I think, I don't know. It's, he, he started off with gangbuster ratings and then it's just, I think people want, the people who like Conan are part of the D you know, the DVR or your guys, PVR, you know, probably culture or, you know, we're used to that to watch our media later on. Why, why, why stay up to watch it late, you know, or, and now he's part of, he's smartened up and got on YouTube where he just does a show in segments where you don't have to watch a show. Like that's how I catch up on Conan more now, because you can just get to the parts without having to wait through the commercials. Just find, you know, the clips, basically he puts it all up on his YouTube page. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how good Jimmy Fallon's doing on ratings anymore, but I know he always gets 
the big time guess. And I don't know while Stephen Colbert is doing anymore for taking over for Letterman. Uh, the culture that did watch those guys are the people that probably don't use YouTube to watch their videos and they don't, you know, or watch, uh, use DVRs. So that's yeah. why I think David Letterman and Jay Leno did so well for so long for their ratings. So you made a good point though, about the guests. It's, um, you're right about the earlier time slots. They do tend to get the better people. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what Conan suffered from too. He had the terrible lead in of Leno at 10 and uh, Leno's folks were still poaching the gas from him. So it was, uh, he's, and he said he still was doing like the same show though. He was still doing like the, you know, it was like the same bit, you know, it, was, it yep. wasn't anything different. He had the same formula for his show. So it was still like, he just had his show on earlier in the day, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. And it was, it was dragging the whole night down mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. Conan didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, if they, if they would have let him keep going, I'm sure he'd be getting the same kind of numbers Fallon's getting right now. It, it just would have evened out, but, uh, it's NBC, man, they, they love to screw things up in late night. Yeah. I mean, but, it was a good time though. I mean, those, what the last week when like the whole, before the whole thing came to an end when they were, mm -hmm. uh, fighting, you know, loved it. Oh, that was some of the best. Like that was like the highest ratings. I think the tonight show's ever gotten. <laughs> They were saying like where people are all tuning in because they want to see Conan trash the networks. And then Jimmy Kimmel was getting in with it on his channel, making fun <laughs> of him. Well, they liked it because it was real, right? Oh yeah. A lot, of, a lot of this late night stuff now, you know, everybody's for the most part kind of fake about it. Right. You yeah. never really say like, you know, they, they have to be nice to the guests because you know, they're told to, they can't, you know, say, Oh, this movie is really a piece of shit or, you know, what are you really up to with the scandal going on in your life or stuff like that? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and those guys got people to promote, you know, their movies and the movies are paying them beyond that show. So yeah. yeah, I still like Conan though. Conan, Conan, I, I started watching him when I was in sixth grade. And I think what inspired me when he saw like triumph for the first time, you know, that's when I was like, okay, this is different. That's the one thing I liked about Conan back in the day. Cause you know, Jay Leno had his very similar, not similar, but, you know, very, in my opinion, generic, boring stand-up bits, basically. And his little sketch comedy, Kono is doing stuff with, like, a masturbating bear. And, uh, you know, what's called a robot that took a dump, you know, shit, shit, uh, nuts and bolts in a toilet, you know. It's, <laughs> it was, it was, it was different. And that's why I was, I enjoyed watching it, you know. Yeah, I love one. did you did you watch the stint when the writers went on strike and he grew the beard? He had to, yeah, and he had to go it, you know, go it alone through uh, each show, just kind of winging it. Man, mm -hmm. those were some of the best shows. You know, I remember when Andy left for the first time too. When Andy yeah. left to go pursue an acting career, you know, that was that was kind of disappointing because I really liked Andy. I liked the whole riff raff back him and back and forth. You know, loved Andy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like uh, Andy. Oh, Joe, excuse me, we're talking Conan here, and then <laughs> fucker. And Andy had a he had a great show. His first one out of the out of the gate, the uh, Andy Richter controls the universe. The that? universe, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. And they canned that right away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Well, I was about to say the same thing, Dick. <laughs> I like that show. It was good. I like Andy Richter much better than Conan. I always, I always uh, like the little, you guys ever watch the rest of development where they did like the five Andy's brothers, Andy's, you know, or the five Richter brothers. 
Hmm. No, I never seen that. There's a lot of that show I haven't seen. Oh. Unfortunately. But yeah, when uh Conan would send Andy out to do remotes, those were some really good ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has Andy done a remote like recently? I can't remember seeing one. I don't think so. Like that's a shame because mm-hmm. he had some good stuff. No, Andy, Andy's always been great. I'm, that's why I'm glad he, you know, they brought, they paired him back together for the tonight show and he's been with them since, you know. Yep. Yeah. The little Ed man, uh, it's like Johnny Carson thing going together. Yeah, for sure. It's that, well, it's probably one of the few chat shows left that, you know, is like a real kind of panel show with guests. The rest are just, you know, playing games and stuff. And I don't know what they're doing with their guests. Uh, yeah i mean it's like you two guys doing a show right now so it's like going back and forth and then i'm your guest you know. hmm, wonder who andy is maybe we don't have an andy joe's just uh two conans <laughs> uh hmm would you say you're a conan joe mm. i probably am mentally like when I, oh but uh, you're more verbose about it than I am. So you're the real Conan and then Bill's yeah. the, uh, the goofy one or, you know, yeah. when Conan uh, has to get real. I would call it Bill J. Leno sometimes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? All this Conan talk means I get to have a big picture of Coco on our artwork now. I like the sound <laughs> of that. <laughs> Use that poster from behind you. I see there. A nice Conan poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got nice. that. Got that from work. Nice. All I got are these mugs. Hmm, might be worth a trade. Although I don't think I could ship this thing. <laughs> I'd love a Conan mug. I would probably give you this one because the other one's like from one he used to have the guests drink out of. You know, like those those. They didn't stick the signature, but it's those got the late night with Conan Bryan on it. So yeah, no, that's the one to have for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that all you picked up when you when you went there? Well, they gave us a free T-shirt too, but I I kind of uh, got holes in it, you know, from wear and tear from wash. Because uh, when I saw Conan, they like just had the Emmy night the day before, so the writers didn't have time to write anything. So they're like, we're just gonna show you like a Conan and Mister T and uh, whatever, like the wine orchard drinking wine or something like that. And, uh, oh yeah, a of, in a way of saying sorry, here's a free T-shirt, you know. So. <laughs> Was it a Team Coco one, or it was just a late night with Conan O'Brien T-shirt? It just a late night with a must just be ones they have like stationed in the back or something. Cool. So, what else have you been up to uh, lately, Rocket Sauce? Well, Anything just, interesting? Well, I walked in on you guys talking about Westworld there. Yep. So, since you're caught up, I'm caught up. I just finished it before it came on here, uh, Sunday's episode. But uh, don't you think, uh, should we let's put a spoiler warning up right here? I just want to ask you a quick question here about this. Oh, boy. We try not to spoil for people. Well, this doesn't spoil any plot, but just kind of like, you know, these two doctors are working on the the old whore on a robot, you know? <laughs> yeah. The whorebot 5000 or something like that. And, you know, like they, you know, she's causing trouble. You know, it's. Can't you just report her being like rogue, you know, to the the people that take out these guys, you know? 
Yeah. You know, like you don't have to worry about it when she's around you. You can just let her go back into Westworld and say, Hey, she's acting up for our safety. We got, you know, I don't know. That's the only thing I was just like, you know, she's acting really, you know, when they programmed her now so she can do different things. She was blackmailing them. She had something on them though, Mm -hmm. if I recall. So I don't know how she would have reported whatever she had on them to authorities, but yeah. Just that's the only little thing I was thinking about while this whole thing's going on. Cause that's what I would do. I'd be like, you don't have to worry about even killing her. You just say, Hey, uh, send Anthony Hopkins at her and say deprogram her or something, you know, cause he's got a control over everybody at this place. Yeah. I think they just got in too deep with her where they couldn't, uh, mm-hmm. back out cause, uh, they gave her a little bit too much early on and then they got in over their head too quickly. And then what can they do? Mm-hmm. And she knows what they're going to do. She's one step ahead of them too. So mm-hmm. anyways, I think that's, uh, it's, I would love to talk about this show, but I hate to spoil it for people. And it's, yeah. it's tough talking about these shows, these episodic shows without, uh, giving anything away. But, uh, just the fact that we're talking about it week after week has got to tell people you should be checking it out for sure. Yeah. How many episodes do we have left? Ooh, I don't know. Not many, right? Probably what three. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Was this episode 10 or was this episode eight or. Oh no, there's only 10 episodes. Okay. Oh, so yeah, maybe two or three. Hmm. HBO doesn't go very deep into it. At least with the positive spin on it, you know, before the start, we figured if they were going to go into a second season, where, where would they take it? Would they, would Westworld be done and would they move on to like other worlds that they had done, you know, via the original movie, like, you know, Roman world or whatever, but it sounds like they'll at least be continuing on with, with how Westworld is in terms of, yeah. How do I say this without spoiling it? But I think they kind of teased it this week is what you're trying yeah, to say, basically like expanding it. And mm-hmm. it might not just be within that specific world itself, but into our world. But, uh, <clears throat> How great is, uh, what's his name? Ed Harris. He's a, he's fantastic. Yeah. And the, the whole cast is great on that show. You know, they keep, they just brought in the guy who played Zod. I saw this week, the guy who was Zod in, uh, was that man of steel? He was the guy chewing on the leg, I believe. Was he? Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. You're right. And they brought in the, uh, Kai Proctor's niece, the, uh, the girl from Banshee, you know, the one That's, who's going over. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm trying oh, to figure yeah. out where have I seen her before? Yeah. You don't forget that broad. I knew her as soon as I yeah. saw her boy. Yeah. <laughs> she has a hard time keeping her clothes on on most television yeah. shows. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a real shame. She keeps slipping off for some reason. <laughs> this was the first one where I finally remembered to listen to what music was playing on the, on the piano. So I, I recognized uh, house of the rising sun, but I couldn't figure out the second song. Did they do like black hole sun in there before too? I think they might've done something like that uh, by Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not sure, so. but I think that one sounds familiar. That was one of the ones I caught on from the piano playing in the background. I don't know if it's uh, near the end of the season. To me, it it still feels like we're just uh, scratching the tip of the iceberg. Like they're setting stuff up. Like there's still so much to go. Well, I saw that Brewbreaker, Ed Brewbreaker, who wrote for Daredevil and some Batman and some other Uncanny X Men. He wrote, you know, some some good comics before he's like one of the writers for the show now too. So 
one of the guys from uh, Dark Knight Returns or something like that. Uh, not the one Nolan brother, the other one. He's attached to the show. So they got, there's a lot of money invested in this program. Oh, yeah. I wonder how they even got on to the Westworld idea. That I didn't, you know, no one was talking about that movie for years. Mm-hmm. It's probably, I don't know, because I think it is the guy presented, the guy, the other Nolan brother presented the idea to him and you know, he was attached to the Dark Knight, and that has some weight to it. You know. Yep, I seem to recall something about that too. The good Nolan brother, the one who didn't do those Batman movies. Well, did you see? Like, I think they spent twenty-four million dollars on the pilot episode of that show, yeah. Westworld. I, wasn't it in the thirties, like thirty-two? I thought it was. It was I, something insane. I wouldn't doubt it, but it was insane what they were spending on this this show. Yeah. Well, it uh, costs uh, the show vinyl. That's not coming back. Yeah, where could they really go with that one, Bill? Come on. They could keep going. That was good shit. It was good from what I watched. It's just that I forgot about it, so I kind of blame myself. You know, I I think it was because it was the summer and when it was on and just kind of forgot about it, so. I do. I have HBO Go, so I can always go back and watch it at any point in time I want. But hmm. it's one of those things where I always kind of I always put back Oz. I'd never watched Oz, and I have I have all the seasons on HBO Go. I just still have yet to watch it. So would you sit there and watch it like on your phone? Uh, I got my tablet, my my iPad okay. Pro. So all right, use put headphones in at least if you're going to watch vinyl. That's some good audio there. <laughs> Oh, uh, you got the guy from what's it called? Boardwalk Empire. The guy who was Chip Chip Rossetti or something on that show. He was fantastic on Boardwalk, um, Boardwalk Empire. If you guys watched that, yeah, I I still have the last last two seasons to watch. I think mm-hmm. that got to be a chore for some reason to turn on. I'm not saying it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was just I couldn't. It might want a season too long, but for the most part, I enjoyed it. Hmm. I don't think you saw the, the last season either, right, Joe? No, I haven't. No. Or you were only like one season in. You bailed on that pretty early. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. reading up on that Westworld thing. They've been considering a remake of it since uh, early 1990s. And the 10 episodes of the first season were reportedly produced on a budget of approximately $100 million with per episode budgets between eight and $10 million. Hmm. Didn't the guy who wrote Jurassic park, uh, write Westworld. Um, uh, yeah. Crichton. Yeah, yeah. Crichton. That's probably what the nineties, you know, cause Jurassic park blew up. They probably were like, uh, what's the next thing we can grab from this guy. Actually the show was, is a uh, shot on 35 millimeter film. That's surprising. Hmm. Yeah, that is. I guess uh, to get that Western look, Western feel. Are you just going to keep reading throughout this show tonight? Mm, no, I will stop. <laughs> uh, and what about The Walking Dead? Are you caught up on that? Talking to me? <laughs> Either of you guys. No, I'm not, not, you're not watching that. I'm behind two episodes. Now this is the first time I'm like having a sigh with the walking dead. It's just not, uh, what do you it's mean, not for, knocking out of the park for this season. 
this well you know i it started on a high of course and it's just been going down and down and down again another episode that seemed like filler to me we well, are very critical well from my you know history with the show i always felt it was like that where they give you just something to grab onto and that's why they and then they'll drag it on for a little bit and then give you it end the season with another high note and then hopefully you come back you know yeah they've definitely been accused of that but it seems like they've given you a little bit extra to hold on to as you go through the season as well you know with uh, major character points or something but uh, i don't know the last couple episodes seems like they were episodes that, that could have just been a segment in an episode rather than a whole thing. Well, how can that show even really end? That's my thing with that show. It's just going to be what? 15, 20 seasons of misery. Yeah. No, they don't want it to end. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, well, I don't know how much further on the comics. Cause I don't know if they're really tra- staying true to the comics, but the comics are still going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty far behind on the comics myself, but uh, from what I can just by drawing similarities between the comics and where they are now, there's there's still some great stuff coming. Yeah. But will they drag it out? Like, are we going to be all this season waiting for the great stuff to come? Until the probably. ratings decline, probably. And you never know with AMC, they might just pull the plug at that point. They're pretty finicky about that stuff they don't let things uh, uh wallow away for very long <clears throat> well breaking bread well breaking bad was almost canceled several times oh that's true too yeah yeah although i did uh in one of the commercial breaks i saw some good news that uh enter the badlands is coming back they just showed a promo for it that's coming back i think in the spring i think they said off the Netflix that first season. That's a pretty long it was wait, great. Though, isn't it, Bill? You know, it's uh I there there'd be no other time for them. They'd have to wait until The Walking Dead goes off for their uh mid-season hiatus and that's when they'll slip it in. Why don't they just dump that uh that stupid spin-off show? What is it? Fear of the Walking Dead? Well, that's the summertime replacement. Hmm. Mm. You guys ever play the Walking Dead games, the 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 Telltale ones? I played the first chapter of uh, the first one. Is there? There's only one, right? There's two. There's two seasons, and I think the third one's coming out soon. Oh wow! Yeah, I played the first chapter. Been meaning to go again some more, but I haven't got around to it. You really got to dive into that one. That one. I mean, it gets it builds really well with the storytelling, and uh, it's. It's a nice coast game, I would say. If you are get done playing a stressful game, put those Telltale games on because you can just relax. All you have to do is a couple of small, quick-time events and you can just relax. Yes. Like, they, it's, it's, it's a nice come-down game as well, like they say, you know. Oh, wow. It still stressed me out, that first chapter. Mm-hmm. Stressed out over the decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take well, those things to heart. Well, there's, there's the time, I think, in like the third chapter where your choice is between the nerdy smart guy or the hot chick it's like, oh, you know, and they give you like, you know, five seconds to choose which one you want to save because you only have like a bullet left in your gun. 
So it's like, right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> my thought was like possible relationship or save the smart guy. And I was like, sorry, smart guy. You know, <laughs> you know, this oh, is a grim wow. world, you know, <laughs> this is where we wait for Joe to say something. I know this is your first time on the show rocket. This is first. We uh, have a good pause and that's when we wait for Joe to say something. Okay. Well, usually when we invite someone on, Bill's yeah. got a, a, a a whole rundown of topics that he wants to go through. So I was waiting for Bill to continue on <laughs> talking about something else, Bill. Continue on. Hmm. Put it on my plate, eh? Well, you're okay. the one who uh, didn't even bother telling me who was coming on tonight. Well, I didn't want to make y'all nervous. And, Why would uh, I be nervous? Well, sometimes if I give you too much time to prepare, you get all, uh, you get professional Joe and, uh, we can't have professional Joe with sauce on. Well, you know, NJ Retro loves Pro Joe. He loves Pro Joe. No. Uh, yes, he has. He gives them, he loves that. He thought the show you did with uh, P1 was phenomenal. No. Oh. Well. And if to be did. honest, I, I like unprofessional Joe the best. You know? Yeah, totally. The real, I call it real Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel weird being unprofessional, you know, the first time we have you on the show. <laughs> This usually, is what I pay for. This is why you, I, I subscribe. Usually, just like in real life, it, it, it takes a little bit. And once I get them to know you better, yeah, okay, then stuff starts coming out. <laughs> well, we should uh, take a moment and uh, say thanks to our guest from last week, uh, Musty Hobbit. He got the pro Joe experience for sure. Joe was on his best behavior. I set Joe up like two or three times to go for something uh, crazy, and he didn't nope, go for it. Wouldn't fall for it, dude. Sorry, man. Why don't you do something crazy for once? Hey, that's the character that you've curated. That's the character that you put out as. (laughs) People believe whatever you throw up on Twitter. It's like, okay, I've given up fighting it. Well, people hear what you put out. That's what, that's what happens. Well, what are we even doing on, uh, What's been going on in the last couple of days? What do you mean to me? Are yeah, you talking yeah, to me now? All right. You, uh, you big boss, man. <laughs> well, I want to get some more business out of the way first. Uh, say thanks to Musty. It was a good job. Did you like all that artwork that was flying around Twitter uh, last week? Uh, sauce. Oh, I love it. Who's, who's doing the artwork? Was that uh, all uh, Derek from I, two dorks or who's the pro with Photoshop here? I did a couple and uh, Derek did one as well. Those are some phenomenal ones, like the Peter Frampton one. and Those are yeah, great. Had to keep going on the Frampton uh, mm-hmm. stuff for Musty. Did and you like the music at the end of the last episode? I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it Frampton? No, what, the I Touched Myself? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was a great one. Good one to end it on. Good. There's not supposed to be music at the end of STC Pod. There can be whatever it is as long as it's not Tiffany. I'm not pulling your hippie shit on there because people don't give a crap. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> I think they would like to hear some of my stuff at the end. No, no one wants to hear Zappa. They want to hear 80s crap all the time. Why not? Or it, 90s it crap. It fit a topic that I we talked about on the show with the ladies wanting to touch themselves. It's true. You got the questions about musty. And I got no questions this week because Bill didn't tell me who was coming on. So I couldn't put anything out. (laughs) I thought it was going to be a Tiffany episode. That's fine. I I couldn't take those questions from Mrs. Q dog, you know, 
she's wild. Yeah, she's wild. <laughs> well, you got to meet the Q dogs in person. Oh, what yeah. Was great, great people. Good times. You know, going into their house for that uh, pizza and football night that we had over there. And, you know, that was good times. That was a good party. You know, get to meet them, get to see the, the swing set there and uh, see Portland. That was a good time. The yeah, more more people really should come to that who are in the cartridge club. You know, who could So you're obviously going back then, right? I'm gonna try to. I'm I'm really looking forward to doing it next year. I just you can't plan anything, I guess, this early. So but uh that's it's on the plan for next year. You know, Midwest Gaming Classics in April, so that's first on the agenda. And then Portland is like six months later, so you can just you know I kind of winged it in July when I was like, All right, fine, I'm gonna go to this. So as long as if we can get, you know, the same people, if Dean can come back or Musty, to get a room that makes it affordable, you know, the split a hotel room, you know. <laughs> yeah, I heard you were sharing a, sharing a bed with somebody. Oh no, just the floor. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I was the nice guy. I'll take the floor. I could I could sleep like anywhere. I was, you know, I snore. I know I do, <laughs> but uh, I w- I would have took a closet and closed the door. You know, I would have been fine with that too, but. <laughs> Our hotel room. We had the finest two-star hotel in Portland. So, oh my say, God. The, the closet might have been cleaner than sleeping on the floor. Well, the floor was vacuuming cleaned. Uh, it's oh, just that they had no, no closet. No, you know, no, you know, you know, people do like, enough for. Yeah, you worried about like jizz stains or something? <laughs> yeah, man, all over the place. You get crazy people. I, like, I, I, I didn't sleep directly. My face wasn't directly on the floor. No, just my I'm body not was. saying that, but you know, you get people like Bill. Mm-hmm. They never go anywhere. They're at a hotel or a motel for the first time. Can't control themselves. They just, they, you know, they literally paint the town <laughs> and the room. Well, it's all those channels, you know, they're available. <laughs> I I could never sleep on the floor of a hotel room. I don't care if it's Taj Mahal. I, I Oh my God. I can't even imagine. Even well, if I think I'm the beds that- are better. Hey, do you think the beds are better? Cause that's most of the time where people are, you know, you know, <laughs> he pants and, you know, jumping around. Oh yeah. That, that, bedspread i usually throw right on the ground right away i can't even walk on the carpet on bare feet i put towels down all from say, the you stand sleeping up or you sleep standing up or? <laughs> i don't care how big musty was i always said move over musty we're going butt the butt in this bed i thought i <laughs> contemplated it but i was I'm like not well, sleeping on the floor i don't think they were comfortable doing ass to ass you know so you just do what i do you force it <laughs> That's where the drinks come in. Weren't there any uh, any drinks flying around? Well, only before, like when we were going out for supper. I think we were just we were drinking, trying out the, some of the Portland beers, some of the fat out places. But we didn't really stop at any of the places. There was a pot shop down the ro- right down the road from our hotel, but because uh, pot's legal there in Portland, uh, but we yeah. didn't hit it up unfortunately. So, well, I'd had a bottle with me for sure in that mm-hmm. hotel room. It was, it was like I said, a two-star hotel where uh, the one thing I'll notice is like, you know, you know the Blues Brothers, that's in the Blues Brothers where uh, Elwood introduces Jake to his, his hotel room or his apartment that he's staying in, where the train comes by so often, uh, so often, you, you know, you don't even realize it's there. Well, Portland has uh, a light rail system where it's pretty much running all night like that, by, right next to the hotel, adjacent to the hotel. So you just have to zone that in basically as you sleep there. <laughs> And you were snoring louder than that train. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm, 
I can what's it called I I've been told like a different sides I sleep on I'm quieter on I have no clue I was just like I I try to get everyone time to fall asleep so that I can sleep so I can brace for the snoring but if you're gonna play around on your your phone or something like that that's your fault I'm going to bed you know what sauce it sounds like you got sleep apnea maybe you should go for a sleep test well I'm not suffering from being tired all day though so I don't know if that's the case apparently hmm. if you snore you, your body's dying all the time. Are you a snorer, <laughs> Joe? Oh, yeah. Big time? Uh, more so when I'm exhausted, but yeah, doesn't bother me. Yeah. You're still alive, aren't you? Yeah, I'm still here. Still here. Loving life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's going to be a good week at work then, this week coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when you're hanging out uh, at uh, the Q Dog House, mm-hmm. you know, those two are sitting beside each other at the table are their hands always in plain view or are their their hands always disappearing under the table well they, they at the house i think they were they're trying to control themselves because they had guests over so you know i think i think that was the case they were a little bit more entertaining so there was a bunch of us there you know jeremy three was there uh, dean was there so the, everyone's trying to entertain everybody so i don't know if they're you know i think they wanted to at least wait for us to leave for the night you know did you come habits. across did you come across any doors that were locked for some mysterious reason? Well, I did, but you know, Eric gave us a tour, so you know, we didn't get to maybe there were some hidden compartments, you know, there's some a Batman bookshelf or something. He's got, you know, mm. looked up a well, you know, master system game and you know, the wall opens up or something. <laughs> yeah. Did you see any like giant, you know, rubber apparatuses or any restraints or any any indoor swing sets? <laughs> well, I don't. I didn't see the basement, but I don't think there's uh, basements in Portland. So, you know, you never know. There might have been a hidden closet that I didn't see. I didn't get to see the bedroom though. So that, that you know, they didn't give us that tour. Really, they blocked yeah. that off, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, one day, one day, I hope to see uh, see the Q Dog House. If only I get an invite one day me and joe go invade that thing yeah and we'll be opening up every little box and nook and cranny and seeing what's in there i would love to see you you at work though in portland though i would love to see you talk to some of these vendors (laughs) yeah no you see that's all like uh joe said i invent things about him this is that's all people are inventing about me that's it's not the case I'm very timid around uh, dealers and that kind of thing. And I like to pay what is on the sticker the, uh, out of fairness for the dealer. Really? I've never heard this before. This is all new. <laughs> yeah. No, this is all stuff people are putting on. So let's set the record straight. You know, if you need someone to negotiate for you, you get um, Melissa's brother. Cause that guy is fierce when it comes to negotiating. He goes after him. You know, he just, he's not afraid of any vendor there. He, I think he, bullies them into a better price you know yeah that's what i've heard mm-hmm. <clears throat> what's you know if you want the deals that's what you got to do gotta get the deals mm-hmm. gotta get the deals we're uh having quite a discussion over at uh, the cartridge club.org on the stc pod forums about uh video game prices and if people should divulge them online or not in public forums if it uh, increases the uh, 
increases how good their videos are if you talk about price or not you know, what what's your take on it sauce um I, I'm, I'm i'm in between you guys because i do like the price but then i could see joe's price or i can 100 see his his reason for it now i know you probably don't like hear that answer bill but uh i mean if it's something they're at a really really good price like I'll give you an example because I'm probably going to show us on the Hangouts. Uh, this was 99 cents. You know, this was, you know, you can see right there. If you see it, but it was 99 cents because I'm not part of the whatever rewards member club there. So for 99 cents, I don't think that's a big deal to show that that, that was a price. But if it's just the going rate, there's no need to say what the price is, I think. Especially if it's something you really, really wanted, you know. For sure. Um but doesn't that add to the story? If you find out, you know, I wanted something really bad and, uh, I, I had to go with my emotions and I just went and, and spent it. And I, I probably overpaid, but this is what I ended up getting for. I went with my heart. I didn't go with my brain on this one. Doesn't it just add to the story when you find out what the price is? Yeah. So if you're saying that about one item, sure. Not when you're, you're pulling like a whole, you know, you're showing 10 games in a video and, Look at there's, there's pickup videos out there where people know what they're talking about, right? Like uh creepily when he does a pickup video, he'll explain every video game that he's showing you and what's interesting about them or unique or why he picked it up. Then you have our videos where we don't have a clue what we're doing. And we just picked up these things cause they look kind of cool, but we can't really explain what they are. So rather than just show each game, bop, 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 bop maybe add the price to it. Cause that's just one more layer to the story we can tell. Why don't you like guys doing the, I don't even like doing those stupid videos in the first place. <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't you guys ever show you yourselves, you know, on, on camera, we all know what you look like. You know, you've been out there before. <laughs> why are you guys terrified of the camera? Bill? <laughs> why is not me? <laughs> I, I can't just put myself on camera and have Joe not show himself. That would be awkward. So. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not an in front of the camera kind of guy. So I told Bill he can take all the limelight. I don't care. Make, you've you've been on you've been on Mars's videos, haven't you? And I think the two yeah. dorks might have had you on there. So against my will, but yeah. Well, you appeared also. Didn't when you guys did the episode sixty nine? You were out. You were out there like this right now, where everyone could see you on YouTube. Yeah, but that was a special episode. Okay, just curious. I'm, just, uh, I'm not a. I'm, I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. I understand. I don't like my picture taken either. Just, I think for for views though, it's if you want more views, you gotta add a little humanity to it. You know, show yourself. Yeah, but I've always just considered us to be more first and foremost. I think the podcast should should take a priority, and then anything else that comes out of that is, you know, just gravy. That's fine. Just, just saying, just a little two cents. I told Bill, man, he can have all the spotlight. He still won't do it. <laughs> this you guy can, loves to be in front of the camera. No, you love it. You can try to manipulate me all you want, but I'm, I'm onto your games, and I don't fall for it anymore. But for our pickup videos, that's why you get so much of us doing this nonsense where we're fighting with each other, just to interject some kind of story or to make the. Uh, make the video more i'm going to use a word joe hates compelling but uh it's a very important word in production it's what i enjoy, I enjoy it, guys 
it'd be just boring if we were just showing titles over and over again, but at, at least if we're fighting about it, it's something. And then uh, adding the price is another layer. And I get to make fun of Joe and the prices he pays. I think that's more of the thing. He doesn't like me making fun of him. So he says Joe price. But I'll tell you, we're going to have a big pickup video coming because I bought a lot of stuff this week. And uh, some of it is for Joe. And I will give the prices of all the stuff I picked up, except for the stuff that goes to Joe. That's Joe price because he doesn't know how much. He doesn't need to know how much I paid for it. So that will be Joe price. Well, what makes so you think get... I'm even going to buy it? I, I, I wasn't that impressed with what I saw. <laughs> well, maybe Sauce can back me up on this, but you've told me over and over again, if I see stuff, I am to buy it, not even bother messaging you about it because no, you will not answer your my, messages. That does not make sense. Sauce, help me out. Well, I think, I think Bill is right, but I think Joe is also playing a smart hand right here because... <laughs> You find that price, and then you don't have to say, "Hey, you know, Jabroni, you're you're gonna say you paid two dollars for this game. You're gonna give it to me for two dollars, then." You know? Yeah, I want I want the bro price, mm -hmm. not the oh, this is right here. This is gonna be fifteen dollars. <laughs> well, I owe you five bucks, bro, already. So I'm bringing uh, in ten. So what can I get for another five bucks? Mm -hmm. No, you need you need to bring in the five plus at least another ten. Well, I'll give you 10 and then I'll owe you another five. <laughs> so you, you should, I think there's two games coming your way there. Now I'll give you a bro price, but I tell you, I paid Joe price for him. Are they mint though? Mint. <laughs> yes. They're okay. They're okay. Oh, they're roach. It's fine. No, it's fine. The discs might have some surface scratches, but uh, the box and the manual is all fine. Oh. Uh, the discs, no. I don't know. You know it's how a, I like my stuff. <clears throat> the one's a Koei game, so no one played it. They just moved it around. <laughs> well, you know it's mint. You know it's mint if it's a Koei game. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, look for that video. I don't know how we're going to keep that down under six minutes, though. There's a lot of stuff. I'll just rein you in like I always do. Good. We'll have a good battle on screen. Our hands will battle it out. We'll do the uh, we'll do the buried on Mars handshake again. <laughs> you guys should just get like sock puppets of each other. I mean, you know, is that that's your yeah. in the picking face? You know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna make your yourself ones, or you're gonna make each other's one? Basically, you make a make a Bill one. You, Joe's gonna make a Bill one, and Bill's gonna make a Joe one. Maybe we should try that one time, Bill. Well, it's very easy to make a Joe one. <laughs> uh, what? How am I? How am I going to put a belly on my sock then? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Jesus! Right. Oh, you believe that? I took it there. <laughs> uh. Uh, while we're talking about video sauce, where, where are we at on your channel? We've seen oh. a video not too long ago from you. There's, well, do you like that ketchup one I made for you? That was basically for you. You know, that was, uh, I don't know. It, it was misleading to say the least. Well, hold on if I got something right here. I got something. I, got this, I bought this in, I bought this in Portland. Oh, not this one. I might've put it away. 
But uh, I bought this one item in Portland, and I kind of want to do a review on it. Uh, but I don't even know if I want to do reviews on my channel. I just kind of want to do like recommendations on my video for videos. And I graduate in December, and probably like five or six weeks. So I'm just from from college. Uh, so I just kind of want to finish school before really diving anything into uh, more videos, you know, because they're a little time consuming. And most of my week I'm spent doing homework anyway. So, mm -hmm. so what, what are you taking? Um, well, I'm graduating with a d degree in IT, be an IT support specialist, which is kind of what my job is right now. But I'll at least have my degree for it. So, uh, I just want to get that over with more than anything because I'm I'm wiped out from from doing school, so that's that's what I want to do. Like I'll, I'll plan I plan on doing more stuff sooner or later because I know people tell me all the time to get back on it and do more stuff. But there's so many things you can do on there. I don't want to do video game reviews because there is a million video game reviewers on YouTube. So you, you kind of try to want to try to do something different. You know, try try to make my channel at least a little different. And if I can just do recommendations, I think that'd be great. Uh, that's, I guess, what I'm going to strive for. I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, AVGN or or Pat or anyone big. I'm just, I'm just doing it for fun. So, if I get if I get two people to watch it, that's great. No, I like that idea. of Recommendations sounds mm -hmm. good. <laughs> Well, um, can I ask you guys one one quick question here? Yeah, since it's course. since it's a topic in the club right now, uh, are you guys going to be participating in the uh, CC one hundred? Yeah, I did want to bring that up to you. You're you're a big uh, proponent for this thing. Mm -hmm. Why why should I be doing this? I just think it's it'd be great to see of how many people. But well, number one, the more people who participate, the better. Um, just, I love looking, I guess, at the top 100 lists. I guess if you see something like, if you look at Musty's Super Nintendo list in his NES list, he's going by IGN's ratings of what they consider to be the top 100 games mm -hmm. of that console. And that's why he's collecting for that console. He's seen, sees it as a good starting point, basically, for it. But where we, do we, as this small community, where do we, out of all of us, love these games that we love playing video games? We're all video game, you know players where do we rank them you know you know i've seen when g4 was still a channel uh they had their top 100 influential games of all time and uh you know some games you're like yeah okay that's great but you missed this game or something so it's i kind of with this list everyone has a voice you know you get you know you hope it gives you a reason to root for also for your games that you love to see, you know, and the fact that it's unanimous, you know, or, or anonymous. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Anonymous. Something. Oh, I want to hear you saying. keep trying. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, anonymous. Random. Yeah. It's all random. You know, it's uh, no one knows who's picking uh, the games. It's uh, only P one's putting the list together because it's calculated by your score. So your number one game gets a hundred points your number 100 game on your list gets you one point and then uh it gets all calculated on a spreadsheet and you know our tools come from there i think that's a great way of doing it i know p1's got the bonus points so if it's selected on multiple lists it gets an additional i think 10 points for 
you know, for the game. I th- I think it's well calculated. His rules, the rules are more on the forums. If you guys, if anyone's interested in participating in this, uh, but I th- I just think it's good for fun. It makes you really question your games that you like. You know, I I I right now currently I I I made my list right here. I've just been working on it the last two days, and right now it's at 181 games. Uh, mm. I just went by the way I did it is I went by the console. Uh, you know, I went by, oh, here's Genesis. Okay, well, what games do I absolutely love on the Genesis? And then I start writing down every game. And then, okay, here's Super Nintendo. Then I start writing out my Super Nintendo games. Oh, here's my GameCube. Here's my N64. Here's arcade, you know. Start writing out my arcade games. And then I don't have them written out yet in the order of how I rank them out on NES or Super Nintendo. I just have them wrote that I love this game. And then now that I'm at 181, it's time to probably trim the fat. So, okay, which games, even though I love these games, these games, which ones do I like more? So then after that, then I'm going to try to to rank the rest of the list, basically, from that point on. Because I think in general, everyone could probably, you know, probably name their probably at least top five, maybe top ten games. And then where do you go from there? So. Yeah, that's a great idea how to go about it. When I first heard about this idea, I couldn't even conceive of where do you start uh, pulling games to fill a 100 uh, list, but that seems to make sense just to break it down by console Mm -hmm. and go at it. Hmm. Could I do it? I don't know if I can even think of 100 games. You don't have to, though. You as. Uh, people, the bros said, I think on their weekly show that if you just got 25 games that you think are your top 25, uh, that's all you want to submit. Go ahead. If, even if it's just 10, you can submit. All right. This is my top 10. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is something Joe would do. Seems like a bit of work. Well, yeah, but I think you hit it right there, Bill. It, it, I was going through the same thought process as you. Like it's to me, it's sort of daunting and overwhelming at the same time. It's it's a big list to really go through. Um, I kind of like how you, you're doing it, Sauce, with uh, top games from each system. I'd probably maybe just narrow it down to, I, I don't know how many systems you chose, but maybe like even five for me, maybe take it from there. I think that'd be fine. I mean, because I cover Dreamcast, I cover uh, PS2 and PS3. I mean, I got a lot of heavy hitters yeah. in there. Too. I'd, put, I know I'd be putting some PC games in there for myself, too. And that's fine, too. Uh, arcade's perfectly acceptable, too. So, you know, you know, where do I rank X-Men Arcade? Or where do I rank Turtles, you know, or uh, Smash TV or something? You know, like, I'm just... That's the next thing to figure out for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's... And it's... There's a lot... I mean, these are the games I love. So it's like, I love... Now I would just have to narrow it down to like from this point on where, what games would, what out of these 100 games, if I could narrow my collection down to 100 games, like I can only have like a hundred games with me. These are the games I'm going to have to deal with. Uh, that I go from there, I guess, ranking them. So and Joe, I know you could do this because you know, you're, you're the pro gamer the, of the two guys, right? Oh, that is true. You do have the gamer hands and everything, right? Yeah. I think, I think what I'd appreciate more out of all this though, is just, finding out what other people put in their lists like no you can't we, we, <laughs> no but i mean like we've been seeing on twitter i, I just mean like the effort of it right like you see on twitter people like 
I've been going, I've been working on my list for hours and I'm still not done yet. And just the, the thought process that they put into it, like obviously there's a lot more people out there that are more game lovers than me. And I just, I think I appreciate that fact a lot more out of the whole process. But I still think even if you're going to submit just even five games, that's still good enough. Like these are my top five. I don't want to deal with it. I think that's still good enough because like I said the bonus things. And then when listening to, cause these are going to be broken down into, uh, I love the nineties slash, uh, whatever video game years, uh, type formula on YouTube on the, on the bros channel. And if, even if you don't want to be, cause we plan the club plans to reach out to club members to help film this part. So even if you don't want to be on camera filming this part, um, you can still record an audio part and they'll play, you know, game footage. You can just say, Hey, this is why I like this game. And if, you know, in about a minute saying, just give like a brief little over, you know, overword of what, what, uh, why you love the game. And I think that's great. I think a little recap like that, just going over our, on our list. And then, at the very end, because I know P1 wants to keep this, you know, secret. He just want people, you know, hustling each other, saying, "Hey, hey, come on, this game is better than this one on here." You know, boom, that's up on your list. You know, uh, everyone can look at everyone's list at the end of the game, at the end of this whole thing. Everyone's list should, can, if they want it to be, can be revealed, and you can look at everyone's list. But I think the fact that you're choosing, you're not being influenced by anyone else, that this is all, uh, you know, secret. You know, everyone's list is secret that you're not going to influence anyone else to, you know, trying to make this a higher score, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, a higher ranking. This is all we go from here. This is what I thought of was at, in my, in my personal opinion, this is what I think is the best game, you know, or this is what I think is number two or something. Hmm. Sounds interesting. How long do people have to get this thing going? Um, I think December 15th, he wants, he wants it, you know, your list submitted by December 15th. So it's all, I think there's a spreadsheet through the website. You can just enter your games in on there on the Cartridge Club website. So. Well, I don't see any reason why Joe couldn't participate in that. So, so I think he'll this do bill that. too. I think Joe will definitely look into that. Oh, no, no. I want to know if you're doing this now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm your, in. With, I'll with make your, it official. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. With that Trump hat of yours right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Hi, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a lot of it's uh it's a lot of busy work it seems for me. Do you have to go and verify the game titles and stuff like that? Um well the website that I know that they want you to submit it through uh has a nice big search bar. So that's the way I just you just type in the game name and then it just pulls up the URL and you're supposed to copy it that way. Um, but if it doesn't show up on the website, P1, so you can just type it in and he'll, he'll do the work for you. I think I don't want to put words in his mouth, no <laughs> words in his mouth that aren't true, but I believe he's posted several times that if it's, it doesn't show up on the website, he'll make sure it gets added. So he'll do the work for you. The heavy lifting. Well, very cool. And I know you've been, uh, you've been talking about this idea for a while, very vocal about, it. are you like an executive producer on this project? I'm I'm just really I think it's a great idea. So I if I'm an executive producer, I'm for it. I, I kind of just love uh I know the bros were talking about bonus barrel and I was kind of out of podcast for the day. So I listened to the start of their they're doing this top one hundred lists reveal 
And that's kind of inspired me because it was really interesting listening from the four members because they calculated their list kind of similar to that. And uh, it was a really interesting show listening to where they rank the games. And I'm like, oh, that's a little too low on the list, in my opinion. Or just in, in your my general opinion, listening to this, I'm like, I would love to do this. And that's where it kind of inspired me to talk about it. I think a little bit on the on the hangout a couple of weeks ago, and then Musty suggested the idea of filming it as a style that I love the '90s show that VH1 used to show, where people would just you know brief, do a brief recap and talk about you know in that in that style of format where they talk about the games they love or something. All right, good enough. Well, I will make sure Joe's uh, starts at tomorrow. He can start as soon as tomorrow, and uh, I'll make sure he verifies those titles and stuff. Joe being Joe will make up a lot of titles that he's never even played though. I'm sure. But you know, no, mostly I'll have to do some research cause I've forgotten a lot of stuff and I'll need to be reminded how great some of these games are, <laughs> but you know what? You don't need to worry about me. Just are you going to do it or what? Well, speaking of bonus barrel, I did want to uh, congratulate those guys. Hello, what the, what? Don't forget who's editing this thing. <laughs> I'm not. Those guys over there, they just rolled over their 100th episode. Am I right? Yeah, they're so, on 102, I think, right now. So that's a pretty big uh, milestone for them. I wanted to congratulate those guys. If you're looking for hardcore video game podcast, that's the place to go. Uh, indus- industry insiders over there in the uh, video game field. And, uh, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't congratulate... Uh, a big show in the cartridge club community. One of the, uh, the pillars of the community where everyone goes every couple of weeks or so retro Fandango rolled past episode 50, the big five zero. So I wanted Yay. to give hearty applause for that. That's a big accomplishment. So yeah, I want to uh, congratulate, uh, buried on Mars, Kevin and, uh, the Rambox, uh, Richard on, uh, 50 fabulous episodes still still nothing from joe i congratulated <laughs> them on twitter I, I think i was the first one to do it by the way so thank you very much yeah that's all you gotta say you don't want to reminisce at all hey. hey there's the applause added <laughs> well, well come on. where would we be well you if, know i've uh, only been on the show once it's hard to give you know Oh. them all this accolade when other people have been on numerous times and oh wow you know. playing hard to get how about this where would our show be without retro fandango you know absolutely we could call them an inspiration to uh start going and getting our endeavor going and and to beat them every week with uh with more compelling content and entertainment I'll tell you this you guys got better merchandise than they do <laughs> Well, you know, I don't know what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though, because who can afford another T-shirt at this point? Although, Sauce, I am thinking of uh, relaunching the hoodie uh, campaign. Got to get some hoodies out there. Let's wait after Black Friday. I got some sales to buy first. You know. <laughs> what are you on the hunt for? Uh, I saw at least like six PlayStation 4 games I want, so... Mm-hmm. Like I saw Witcher Three's on sale, like the Game of the Year edition. And I think there's that Batman Telltale game I wanted to pick up, and uh, I think Dragon Age Inquisition Game of the Year edition. There's a few. There's a few games. I I have to check my prices though to see who's got the best prices. 
uh, before I go out and shop. Are you, you actually going to go out? Yeah, I'll check go out. first thing. Oh, I don't go first thing. Um, last year on Black Friday, I went, I want to say probably at six o'clock at night. Uh, I just hit it up like a Best Buy and they still had everything. And it still is like the store was packed, but they had so much of everything that I walked in, you know, three hours from closing time and they still had everything. You know, they still even had the TVs that people trampled each other over for, for those televisions. They still had them. So it's, I, I don't, I think it's getting better. I think doing more people are doing shopping online too. Um, I still, I mean, the sales, the sales really do start on Thanksgiving by us. So in two days by us, they'll, they'll be live on their website. So you don't even have to leave half the time. So, yeah, we don't get anywhere near the kind of deals you guys get for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we're getting close to the, near the end of the show and we haven't done one of my favorite segments, which is, uh, Joe does geography where we learn what city our guest is in and Joe describes how close that city is to Portland. <laughs> so yes, uh, sauce is wearing a cap with an M on it. So that means, but I know this obviously it's from Milwaukee. Well, I was about to say that. Okay. I, I know baseball and you don't. Okay. So where is rocket sauce at this time? <laughs> Milwaukee. Okay. So we like to make beer there. Mm -hmm. um, which Happy means they days. have to be, they have to be close to a water source. It's true. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, I have no idea, man. It's, what state is he in? Wisconsin? Yep. I don't know. Ding is that right? Is, yep. Where's the, uh, <laughs> Holy crap, that was a good guess. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> Siri, how far is Milwaukee from Portland? I can help you find a place if you turn on location services. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Siri. <laughs> All right, so where in America is, uh, is Milwaukee? Uh, this is a tough one. I think well, we only know Milwaukee from uh, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley is about to say that too. Happy days. Hmm. I think Mork and Mindy might have been in Milwaukee also. I don't know. If I don't know it, I usually say it's like in the, in the center somewhere. So uh, what's in the center? Texas. So it's north of that. <sighs> I don't know. Where is Wisconsin? Keep going north. I don't know anything north. <laughs> Canada. Is it near Canada? Uh, so south of Canada, but north of Texas. Mm -hmm. There you go. I could yeah. find it if I had to, Bill. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's close enough. Now I, now I want to know. Oh. <laughs> What kind of trip was involved for you to get to uh, PRGE this year? Well, I flew from Milwaukee. There's no direct flights unless you want to pay like $1,000, uh, but I didn't want to do that. So it was like I flew from Milwaukee to Denver and then Denver to Portland. And uh, I almost didn't make the trip from, from Denver to Portland because uh, the terminal, or not the terminal, the uh, jetway was broken. Yeah, so I was sitting on the plane for an extra 45 minutes. Like I had uh, like one hour 
layover in Denver and it turned into you have to run across the you know the airport because uh, you were stuck on a plane for 45 minutes so uh, and then on the way back it was from Portland to Kansas City Kansas City to Milwaukee so and I flew with Norm the gaming historian on the way back from Portland but I didn't want to be like he was like two seats in front of me on the airplane i don't be like hey norm you know and really you know stalk the guy you know on the airplane so i just let him be oh well you still could have had a good conversation with him yeah i was it's six in the morning in portland airport yeah that denver airport's a is a weirdo airport isn't it it's got uh weird architecture or something something strange is some of the conspiracy people say something about the denver airport I, I couldn't tell you. I've been there twice because I flew, flew one time to Arizona. We had a stop in Denver and it was, it looked nice. Uh, Kansas City, though, was kind of sucky, though. That, that airport really sucked. Um, you have to go through security for everything. So, you know, and all the bathrooms were like broken in there. So, Kansas City wasn't high on the, the power ranking list of airports I've been to. Yeah, uh, Sauce, you're not that far from us. You're over. Uh... You're just west of us, right above Chicago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've been to because tr- you guys are what in the Toronto area. You know, I think it was like uh, yeah, Toronto. I want to say I think it was because uh, I did. Uh, I was in uh, orchestra band basically when I was in high school, so we did competitions in Toronto. Uh, I think it was like a ten-hour bus ride. I want to say to you guys. I want to say because like the longest part is driving through Chicago. That's the longest part. Uh, if you want to take. Because they have a ferry that goes right across the Lake Michigan into Michigan. Oh, really? But the thing about that is it takes probably longer to do that than the drive through Chicago. So, Yeah, because Lake Michigan is the real hassle there. Mm-hmm. But the ferry's no good. Well, the ferry's not going, you know, jet speed, you know. Hmm. Well, Toronto, that's where all the, the high school bands come to uh, make a... Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's where all the competitions at. You know what? Uh, I don't want to get off topic again, but before we wrap up, I wanted to ask uh, Sauce. You have a lot of arcade experience. A little bit, actually. Yeah. I uh, uh, buried on Mars. Kevin modded an Xbox for me with uh, all kinds of arcade titles. Mm-hmm. I was going through them the other day, and I came across uh, Chase HQ driving game mm-hmm. where you got to uh chase uh, the bad guy and uh knock his car off within a certain amount of time and i remember playing it uh you know in the arcade back in the day and loved it but it was a real real quarter eater because you gotta knock the guy's uh i guess his power level down before a certain amount of time runs out and it's really hard but it was really fun and a well done game and it's on this xbox as part of the package super fun but i cannot figure the controls out i can't get the shifting right to get my car up to speed i've tried every single button Hmm. and i just can't get the the you know the whole low gear high gear thing i don't know where those buttons are mapped or how they're supposed to work but i don't know if you know or if any of our listeners can help me out how to uh play chase hq what the controls are for shifting well i'll check my xbox later because i i'm pretty sure it's on mine i have a uh, one very similar to that um i i've 
I'm looking at right now pictures of the game because I, it sounds familiar, but I don't swear, swear I ever say I've ever played this one. It sounds almost like another game I played called like Lucky and Wild. It was something very similar to that, but you got to shoot the guys off the road. Um, right. Yeah. And this was a stand-up cab with steering wheel and shifter and all that, but uh, you get your car up to speed really quickly when you first start, but then I don't know what happens. He just loses speed and you can't get it to like drop that gear to go into high speed again. Hmm. I'd love to play it again. Just can't get the controls. Come on. You pressed every button you say too. I did everything. Yeah. Hmm. Just can't get it to drop gear. It's like it's stuck in low gear. Hmm. I know there are some button configurations if you go to the settings, but that's like also like you can mix everything around then by doing that. So I don't know if that's something you really, really want to do or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a listener challenge for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Help me play chase HQ and uh, put the answers in the STC pod forums over at cartridgeclub.org. What a show we had today. So jam packed. Uh, I don't even think Joe got the intro in there. He's such a professional. Wouldn't be the first time though. <laughs> Uh, Should we even bother with it? Well, since the show's over, you know, well, you got to do some kind of thing at the end, but I definitely want to hear what uh, rocket sauce has going on in the future where people can find him and what he has planned. Um, I think I got that. It's a little, you had a little robot action there for me. So I think I got that. Uh, Uh, but if you guys want to, uh, we're doing, uh, the promote myself part right here, right? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see my two videos I have up on my YouTube channel, it's, uh, just type in the search bar on YouTube. Uh, it's rocket sauce. My channel should pop up right there at the top. Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, and it's rocket sauce. Uh, you can also find me on, you know, Xbox and, Wii U and whatnot, and it's Rocket Sauce and whatnot too. So, uh, but on PlayStation, it's different. It's just Rocket Sauce. It's Rocket Space Sauce. So, are you on my I'm... Xbox? I believe so. Uh, I just I'm not a very frequent Xboxer. You know, I'm I'm more of a PlayStation guy because that's the superior console. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, Damn straight. That's right. Yeah, great well, controllers. Bill. Bill loses another one. <laughs> oh bill i hope you're happy you got your conan talk on the show we could yep. we, we could have talked wrestling there joe if you really wanted to we could have talked a little survivor series action there's there. two great shows here in toronto yeah they well, had nxt on saturday it was phenomenal yeah, we worked with a guy that went to both and uh it's too late for that now he said nxt was really really good so i'm waiting to hear back on survivor series uh, i don't even know who won if uh i'm, I'm assuming uh lesnar beat goldberg but no, Goldberg won in the one minute and 30 seconds. Really? Yeah. He speared him and then jackknifed, and that was it. Oh, my God. The fans must have been upset. Oh, no. They went wild. They went crazy for it. Holy shit. All right. Yeah. I'll check it up on YouTube right after this. See, I can go back and forth with both you guys here. You know, <laughs> I can talk gym talk with Joe, too. You know, I uh, I go six days a week, Joe. We can we can talk this up all you want. Uh, I didn't know that. All right. Six next time days. you're on. Yeah. We'll talk proteins and whatnot, because... uh. You know, see what kind of what kind of proteins are on here. Oh, so next time you're on, now I know what to talk about. All right, 
do you think if I came to you sauce and asked you to make up a routine for me, you'd actually do it or would you refuse like Joe? Or if you, if you knew Bill, like I do and <laughs> knew that he wouldn't even bother doing the routine. If you took the time and effort to make it up, would you bother doing it still? Oh, I don't, don't want to pick sides between you guys. You guys are my favorite. It's okay. Okay. Uh, Joe, why don't you like your one job? You missed the first time <sighs> as he tries to call it all up. All right, guys, I got it ready, dude. It's in my head. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode of STC pod number 110. I just want to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com. So I start to continue. You can follow Bill at STC pod. Check me out at AC Decepticon bookmark the website, stcpod.com. Listen to us on iTunes under the search STC pod. And if you're checking us out, why not check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Sauce, thanks again for coming on. It was an honor to talk to you guys. Thank you very much for having me on here. Pleasant surprise. Uh, I want to say again, thanks again uh, to Sauce. And as well, I just want to reiterate big congratulations to Retro Fandango and, uh, that's a that's a show that doesn't ask anything of their viewers. So I'm asking of our listeners to set themselves up with an iTunes account, log in, and write a review, a couple of words for Retro Fandango as a gift for their 50th episode, and go check them out. And uh, yeah, Rocket, are you nervous? Are you nervous? What I'm about to ask you to do? No, I'm not. I'm. I was born for this. <laughs> I was born for it. Okay, sir. I think that's it. I think I think we're done. I think we're at the end. I leave it to you, my friend. Post it and post it.